Hey guys, it's Janessa with Lip Whip Talk. I'm excited to be back doing another episode. It is Saturday, so I hope you guys are all hanging out and enjoying your day. I'm, however, getting um, stocked up on everything that I need for my orders, trying to get ahead on that because I'm tired of doing the catch-up game. Um, I miss being advanced and ahead and have all my products you know, ready to go and set aside, so that's something that I'm currently working on. Um, we'll just go with the week, uh, little recap. So basically all I've been doing is just getting all my Halloween stuff ready. Um, the boxes are all, all the products are ready for the boxes. So now it's just about putting them together. Um, I am doing the pictures. I did the little, um, photo shoot yesterday and I took every, I took all the pictures with the cute, um, you know, scary background and, I got all of the individual items um, photographed and even the boxes itself. So it's really exciting seeing my vision and my plans coming together. Um, Last year I did sell out three times. I'm however just going to do one drop and that's it. After this drop is launched and I have everything out, it's going to be October 1st at midnight. So make sure that you, you know, put on your calendars, a reminder, Um, I have a lot of people who are subscribing to the launch, and that's on my Instagram if you do follow me on there. So it's really exciting just seeing everything come together, and it's been a lot of work, but I'm excited, and I hope that everybody who wants to snag a box this year is able to get one. I had a lot of people who did miss out last year and weren't able to get one, Um, so they were you know, making sure that they do add this to their calendar because they really don't want to miss out again. So... For those of you to go into detail about it, I am going to go into a video later on on my um, on my Facebook or on my Instagram with a video just explaining that in this box, everything is going to be pre-made just for this Halloween box. It's not going to be sold separately. You're not going to get another chance to buy it on the side. Everything is being sold in the boxes and that's it. It's easier for me personally to keep track of everything that way and inventory If I do have a few left over at the end, like individual items, if I made it too, like made too much, then I'm just going to do a giveaway. Um, I am going to actually do a big October giveaway and details will be posted about that on my social media sites, hopefully maybe later today or tomorrow, just depending on time because Saturdays are my family days. So um, that's pretty much what I had to say about that. Um, Kids are doing great in school um let's see what else that's pretty much it i've had a great few days um with my wife she was able to you know um have her days off with me and it was nice we just kind of lounged around and did business stuff so she really helped me on this launch um she helped me package and all that stuff so i really appreciate that you know she always goes from clocking out of her regular job to come home and help me out and she does a really good job with that she surprised me some with some very beautiful flowers this week, so that just made everything else better because I love to get um, flowers. I'm a plant person. I love plants and flowers. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. Nothing too crazy has changed since the last time. It's just been prepping. This week coming up, I'm taking a break on appointments just to briefly start changing all my pictures need to be updated on the website i'm going to be updating the website just kind of changing around the look 
Um, new business cards are coming out, new flyers for each and every package will be coming out. So that's all something that I'm excited for business-wise. So the topic that we're going to go into today is just something that um, I watched on TV and um, it just really brought me back to my past, you know, feelings and past hurt. And I kind of just wanted to talk about it because it is an embarrassing, well, somewhat embarrassing. Some people are embarrassed to talk about it. Some aren't um, a topic. And it had to do with me watching the Kardashians. So the Kardashians is a family that I love. Um, a lot of people say it's trash TV. A lot of people will talk down on them. But in a way, I always feel like it's more of like a hatred or like a hater type of vibe just because of who they are, you know, and like how sure of themselves that they are. But anyways, besides that point, the topic is going to be about um, Chloe. So if you've watched the, you know, if you have watched the episode, um, if you haven't turned this off so that way, you know, I don't spoil it for you. But let's talk about um, pregnancy, right? So in that, let's talk about being cheated on while you're pregnant. Okay, that's what we'll actually start with. So being cheated on while you're pregnant is a different level of hurt, I want to say. Yeah, I will say it's like a different level of hurt. Um, That's something that no mom wants to ever go through, let alone while they're pregnant, right? So um, in this episode, it's when she's doing some, you know, they're doing a surrogate transfer. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken... Um, But I believe that the next day after they did the transfer is when um, she found out that Tristan had cheated on her again. So, you know, a lot of women out here, they'd be like, oh, I could never. That would never be me. You know, blah, blah, blah. We all say that, right? We all have that mentality like, oh, heck no. I would never let a person cheat on me, this and that. I would never deal with that. But when you're in that situation and you're actually like put in that situation, it's a little bit different, you know? Um... I was someone who didn't have um, support around my pregnancies. With my last two pregnancies, I did hide uh, my pregnancies around my family till I was about, I want to say, seven or eight months. The last baby that I had was eight months, and my second was seven. I didn't let anyone know about when I was pregnant with my oldest, my first baby, till I was about like two or three months. And it's just because that lack of support. So... You know, none of my family, besides my grandma, was really even excited with any of my pregnancies. Uh, They weren't excited at all, actually. Um, I never had that support from my family. I never had that support from my partner. So it's really hard, you know. Like, I felt genuinely, like, as sad as it sounds, like, I never got a pregnancy that I deserved to have. And I, like, wish if there was some way, because obviously, like I've said before, I cannot have any more babies. I have had to have a... um, a hysterectomy about four or five years ago so like if I were it just sucks because I'm in a relationship now that I would love to like have a you know a pregnancy and I know damn well my partner would take care of me and it would just be an amazing one it just sucks that I'm no longer able to experience that because with my kids I didn't have a partner who gave a shit to go to the um ultrasounds or to the doctor's appointments I didn't have a family that was excited at all about you know any of my kids So it really took a toll on me and I felt like it was like supposed to be the happiest moments of my life, but it wasn't. And I felt like I was robbed from that. And it really does suck. Like that's something a lot of people don't talk about is the lack of love and support when they're pregnant and how it affects, you know, you as a person. 
so like it's just draining I want to say like with my first baby that that was the only one that I was like personally like able to celebrate it around people somewhat to like a certain extent and I felt like people were supposedly excited when I was pregnant but when the baby came you know nobody was around the only person who I had raising my oldest daughter around me was my grandma and um, me and my daughter did live with her and you know she gave us a very normal um, you know roof over our head she treated us like so good you know she spoiled the shit out of me and my daughter like that's just my grandma and who she is as a person so it really does suck you know uh, but I'm just so glad that I was able to at least have that you know pregnancy memory for me and for my daughter because you know as she grew up she was living with my grandma and that was like a normal like with me and my grandma I mean and that was like a normal happy household that I was able to give her until I moved in you know with her dad um with my other two um well I was you know cheated on um when I had my first daughter actually when I was pregnant with her and it was like one day, you know, um, I found it in, in my ex's phone. And it's just such an ugly feeling because you're already carrying a baby. And like when you're doing that, you know, everything changes. Your hormones change, your looks change, your weight changes, you know, your skin, everything. So you're already very vulnerable. And then let's just add a cheating uh, partner who is not supportive of your pregnancy. It just makes it a very dark stage, a very dark place to be in. And that's like you know so sad like now that I think about it it's just like I really wish that I would have had someone who you know like my wife who could have been so supportive would have gotten me you know my cravings I had to crave everything and never had anyone to like go and help me or go get it unless it was my grandma like I said um but it's just such a shitty uh, shitty feeling I did get pregnant again later on in life with my second and my third and then I also did have a miscarriage in between my first and second baby. And that, um, so how that miscarriage happened is I was pregnant. I was only um, about 12 weeks pregnant. And then I found out that my spouse was cheating on me and actually staying the night at some lady's house um, while he was saying that he was working overnight. So he wasn't even working. He was just, you know, out and about with some lady. And I was pregnant and we ended up separating after that because I was so tired of the disrespect and tired of the cheating. So I finally like grew some balls and left. And then when I left, you know, all that stress did cause me to have a miscarriage. And that same day when I was having a miscarriage in the hospital, I did text my ex's phone to let him know what was happening. And he allowed that lady that he was seeing at the time to laugh at me and say that that's what I get and didn't care that I was in the hospital losing my my baby and you know that's just that depression right there you never heal from it for years like years I didn't even heal from it till recently um once I met my wife and I've gone through the whole um you know changing changing who I am for the better healing process all of that stuff once you start breaking those layers away and then you could just like reflect on it and think wow that was a very hard time for me like I learned a lot and I feel like every single bad situation that we go through it shapes us to who we are going to be or who we're who we need to be so I always say like you know I experienced a very shitty hand of cards that were dealt to me but I'm able to be strong as hell now and not take shit from anybody now and I'm able to teach my kids that 
you know, I every bad situation that I've ever been in or anything bad that's happened to me, I always want to teach my daughters about it, not so they could feel sorry for me about their mom, but so they can learn from it and it not be them and a victim of that type of situation. Like, that's just the way that I think. And I feel like, you know, it doesn't matter just for daughters. For if those of you who do have sons, you're able to do that as well. If you've been in a very abusive relationship, you've been cheated on, you're able to, like, shape your son to never do anything like that to women, you know, like... I mean, obviously, your son will grow and do as he pleases later on in life. But if he's surrounded by those type of upbringings, he's less likely to act like that when he gets older, you know. And just like for us, we should be raising our daughters like queens to love one another, to not hate another girl, that there's no competition. Like, that's how we should be um, teaching, you know, our daughters to have the, how to act and how to carry themselves. And... Um, I don't know. It was just a really heartbreaking episode seeing, um, you know, how destructive she was to herself. A trait that I get just like her is we like to make jokes out of our hurt, out of our fucked up times. Like we'll just make it as a joke. And that's just our coping mechanism of how we get over that type of pain. And like I could just see it in her. And in a way, I was able to kind of heal myself a little bit, just knowing that that's normal, that there are other people out there who have went through these situations And it kind of humbled, and not humbled because I'm always a humble person, but it made me see something that it doesn't matter, like, if you have a, you know, a bunch of money, if you have, if you're rich, if you're the most beautiful girls on the, like, you know, ever, because everybody knows that the Kardashians are beautiful, whether or not they are real or fake. It doesn't matter because I support women getting their bodies done, and I also support natural bodies, so it has nothing to do with that. But just saying, you know, in general that, she has gotten her body done. She has a perfect body, and yet still this man isn't satisfied. So it's like we're always comparing ourselves to these women that we see every single day on social media, but they still are struggling with our everyday problems that everyone faces. You know, the cheating, the infidelity, the struggles of trying to be happy for a pregnancy when you're so hurt inside. Like, it's just so relatable, and I feel like just knowing that they are relatable it's just it's a little bit different you know it's like we're all humans and we're all gonna go through whatever the fuck life brings at us you know like we're all humans but we also have this beautiful worth that we really need to take into consideration when we surround ourselves with people you know but i love how not petty chloe was and still allowed him to have the opportunity to be a dad because it's like when you do that and you're past the petty stages, you're genuinely healing yourself. When you're constantly doing things like out of spite to piss off your old partner, that means you're not over it. You're not, you're not like, you're not like, you don't forgive him. You're still in the past or you still love him if you're going to be like spiteful like that, you know, the way you should just think of it as, you know what, I'm not dealing with this person. I'm going to step up and be a bigger person for my kids. And, you know, if he is a good dad, then allow him to be a, a, a good dad. Don't be petty. Don't be a petty baby mom. It gets you nowhere. Um, I really wish in my situation, like a lot of you know, my kids do not get to see their dad. And I really wish that they would so that way we can all just get along and, you know, he can be a dad and I could be a mom and we can co-parent and that's it. But unfortunately, that's not how it is. So those who do have it so easy... Like, come on, just stop the pettiness and do what's best for your kids, you know? Like, just take all the hurt and get over it and heal yourself so that way you don't come across as a petty baby mom, you know what I mean? 
Um, so that's just kind of like some food for thought, something that I seen that just, you know, brought me back to reality like that used to be me. And when she says, um, you know, when the family's wishing that Chloe can get her happily ever after, that she can just be genuine. I'm just so grateful because I feel like right now and, you know, in this time that I am in my happily ever after and I'm like able to value myself, um, my self-worth is, you know, everything to me, my peace. Um, so just seeing that growth in myself by literally watching someone else go through something that I've been through, it was just a whole new experience for me. And I hope that you guys also know it's normal to be going through that. People go through that, but how you overcome that situation and what you learn from that situation is what makes the biggest difference. You know, you can allow these guys, like I've said before, to hurt you over and over again, but every single time you forgive him, every time you let him back into you, into your, into your bubble, into your happiness, you know, you lose a little bit of yourself every time. So don't lose yourself. And that doesn't mean leave the motherfucker. That doesn't mean like, you know, break up with him. It just means like, or her, whatever your preference is. It just means like, just own it. You know what I mean? Be vulnerable. Tell them, communicate, be honest, tell the truth. When you, when you do those things with the people that you're with, they can either respect it. And that's like a huge stepping stone. And that's like a really big sign of growth. But if they keep doing the same things over and over and over again, you know, like you're, you already have kids. If you do have kids, if not, then this, you know, little thing doesn't apply to you. But why are you going to parent a grown ass man or a grown ass woman? Like you're not a parent, you know, you shouldn't be parenting your partner. They should just know the first or the first few times, you know, like nobody's perfect. Everyone comes from different backgrounds. Everyone has past traumas, but you know what I mean? Like that's not your job to fix a damaged person. It's not your job. And, you know, if you keep doing it and keep trying and nothing is happening, there's no growth, no movement forward, then you really need to reevaluate, you know, your situation and just learn from it. You know, we're, we're here for one time and one time only, and there's no excuse to be unhappy anymore. There's plenty of resources out there to get you out of your situation, to get you out of a broken home, to get you out of a domestic violence relationship. There's a lot of resources out there for you to not deal with it, you know? And um, if family or friends aren't going to be proud of your pregnancy, then you don't need that. That's very negative because I feel like any any baby is a blessing and there's millions out there trying, you know, trying to have a baby. So if you do have a baby, this is not anything about abortion or anything like that. But if you do have a baby and you're pregnant, be be happy. And, you know, it doesn't matter if your mom isn't happy, your brother, your sister, a cousin, friend. It doesn't matter. You should just be happy and just understand that sometimes people could be envious and sometimes people don't want to see others happy like we've talked about before. And this, you know, pregnancy is a pregnancy, sadly, is something that a lot of people hate on others for. So just, you know, be happy, move on, heal yourself. And I hope that you guys um, take up a new hobby this week like we've talked about. Get a new book, read something good. Um, if you want to be on a future episode, just go ahead and email me at lipwhipped at outlook.com. L-I-P-W-H-I-P-P-E-D-D at outlook.com. It was nice talking to you guys, and I hope that you all are going to subscribe to my launch um, reminders. I'm very excited, and I hope that you guys get your hands on some of those 
really good bars. They, they smell amazing. Everything is organically made. And I hope you like it. Thank you.